Merry Christmas. It is so good to all be together here. It must be something like what moms feel when all the kids are under one roof. It's just the way that it should be, right? You know, if by chance you don't attend Mass frequently, please know that we would love to have you here regularly. You're most welcome and desired. I'm grateful to be with all of you on this most holy night. You know, conducting an enrollment, a census, as Quirinius did, was rarely done in the Bible, as danger seemed to lurk right behind it. When God commanded Moses to take a census of the people, he was told not to count the people directly, but each person was to give half a shekel, and from that their number was to be calculated. God said, when you take a census of the Israelites to determine their number, each one is to give to the Lord an atonement offering for his life when they are counted, so that they will not be stricken by plague when they are counted. Now, apparently, it's dangerous to count God's people. Now, this comes out again when King David conducts a census under his own initiative and against the advice of his chief of staff. The counting of people went ahead, and a devastating plague followed in its wake. Now, Jonathan Sachs, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, makes this fascinating observation. Why do nations normally take a census of their population, he asked. Well, to establish their strength, military the number of people who can be conscripted into an army, economic, the number from whom taxes can be raised, or simply demographic, the numerical growth or decline of the nation. He said the assumption beneath every census is there is strength in numbers. The more numerous a people, the stronger it is, is the assumption. He said that's why it's dangerous to count Jews. We are a tiny people. The danger in counting Jews is that if they believed even for a moment that there's strength in numbers, the Jewish people would long ago have given way to despair. How then do you estimate the strength of Jewish people? Ask Jews to give and then count their contributions. Numerically, we are small. But in terms of our contributions to civilization and humankind, we are vast. Isn't that good? I think of Mary and Joseph huddled together so long ago, so few in number, so apparently powerless, but so capable of giving and transforming the world because God had given them Jesus who said the kingdom of heaven is like leaven, yeast, a mustard seed. And if seed falls into the ground and dies, it bears much fruit. I think of the ragtag band of early Christians who were few in number without power, prestige, or a penny to their names. Yet they humbled and transformed the mighty Roman Empire through the simple profession of their faith that Jesus is Christ and Lord, not Caesar, the empire, or the state. 
which gave rise to all the individual rights and freedoms that we know and cherish to this day. You know, I think of the laity, the parish priests, and a few bishops in the fourth century who resisted the false teachings about Christianity that the majority of the bishops and even the Pope had given into. I think of the faithful few who resisted the devilish influences of the Nazis and Soviets in Europe, including our own patron, who without physical force struck fear and their oppressors by holding out and clinging fast to the truth of Jesus Christ. And I think of our small parish community. Count not our numbers, but ask us to give our shekels and our very self, and then do your calculations. And you will see what God can do with those who believe. Friends, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Jesus Christ, God-made man, was born this night. And he has given you his light and his life. Merry Christmas.